welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, Broads. Hi, Broads. Okay, so I thought that we were going to be having a uh, a chat with you today about like who got engaged and who didn't. It kind of looked that way from the previews. Yeah. That we were going to find out, and then next week was just going to be a reunion. But apparently they're letting us just hang on the edge of our seats for one more week. I know. I was like, what is this about? <laughs> okay. Now I'm really after the preview, not sure who's getting engaged. Yeah, me either. I'm feeling... Demi and Christian are going to get engaged. You I'm think so? Because okay. they have to keep showing that stupid preview of two feminine hands with the ring. So I'm like... But there's also the question of like... I is feel it like- Dylan and Hannah? <laughs> Sorry, that's fucked up. He does look like he'd have gorgeous, delicate hands. That's a okay, compliment. Do you love when a man has delicate hands or do you like manly rough hands? I don't give a fuck. I barely notice people's hands. I kind of... I, I notice women's fingers if yeah. they're, like, long and slender. I kind of live when I look down and I see some long, thin male hands with nails painted. I... Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've done... I've, I've gone both sides of the coin. I've had, like, guys with their nails painted who are kind of, you know, whatever, hipster, artsy. And then I've also had very manly guys with manly... Grayson has giant <laughs> hands. <laughs> And they're very like climber rugged. One of the largest pair of mints I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. Anyway, I don't care. Anywho, <laughs> what a great start. Um, but for real though, I, I was I was thrown off because I really thought that we were gonna have like this conversation about who's engaged and who's not, and then wait to find out next week no, if they're still together. We're just gonna talk about who's breaking up. I mean, my goodness, another yesterday's episode and then today's episode. I mean, what a what a doozy. I'm being thrown for a loop. It's just kind of they're all just kind of hard to watch today's. Oh, the JPJ Tasha breakup. Girl, I had chills all up and down my body through the whole thing. Nicole was my mood. I was practically I almost teared up. I I took a photo and then it like blurred out and I didn't take another one because the tears kind of disappeared. But I had like the full tears happening and I took a photo. I was going to post it. But then the, the tears just sucked back up into my eyes so quick. Yeah. The minute you start trying to capture your grief, you like get pulled out. of Yeah. It. That was also a weird moment for me where I'm like, Jessica, stop taking photos of yourself crying. Oh, no. You know, my friend Taylor, she does it every single time. Whenever she's watching a TV show or movie and starts crying, she takes a photo and sends it to her sister. They like send it back and forth. And I do. I do love when someone posts a photo of themselves crying. It's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. I get get uncomfortable even though I shouldn't when people are posting it seriously, but I love when people are like, look, I'm actually crying. Oh, yeah. Well, I was actually crying. (laughs) And but I will say as far as like the Instatigos, she I saw Tasha post repost a photo that JPJ posted with him and her. Well, we saw the preview for the for after paradise true was he getting down on one knee is he proposing to her and i stand once again that's the thing with this whole jpj tasha situation Dude, we talk shit all the time we're like bachelor nation's so fickle meanwhile me last week i'm like i'll never say jpj again he's I just know. john to i me know now. i know and here i am i mean they really do mess with your emotions though if we would have never seen the Derek thing i would have been like john paul jones forever 
But now we know the Derek thing, so it's in the back of my mind, but also, I, I don't know. People are multifaceted, you know, and that's the thing about the show is they're always just showing you a glimpse here and a glimpse there. And if we just saw a glimpse of our worst moments and a glimpse of our best very moments, true. people would be going back and forth about it. Very true. I'm very glad my worst moments are not aired. I air them myself on my Instagram, <laughs> so. <laughs> I take to the gram to expose all those. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think, oh, Dean and Kaylin. So now that it's out, we know that they are still together. They're posting all sorts of things together. Uh, Bachelor Nation was exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see Ashley? Uh, I posted, uh, I need you to get married and have kids at Kaylin and Deanie Babies because you're so cute in the stunning eyes that you'll produce. And then Kaylin po- re- uh, or commented and was like, I sure hope Dean doesn't see this because she's like talking about making babies. And then Dean reposted Ashley Eyes thing and says, how do I delete someone else's tweet? And Kaylin <laughs> responded tight. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought she was saying like Dean wanted to have babies. No, she's apparently. saying like, please don't let Dean see this because he's already wigged out enough. <laughs> <laughs> he already has commitment phobia. And um yeah, I was kind of like, I don't know, seeing now all of a sudden all these posts with them together and all these Bachelor Nation people posting photos of them together being like, we appreciate this makes me feel like, you know, this really does seem like the real deal for them. And totally is. I hope that they continue to fall more and more madly in love and that they have beautiful babies together or otherwise you guys can go back and listen to yesterday's episode and quote us as psychics i'm not saying i don't think that's what's gonna happen (laughs) i'm just hoping for the best (laughs) ding um, also, apparently on Dean's podcast, I have not listened. I just got a tweet from a bro- or a DM from abroad that Dean said that him and Kaylin just signed onto a cell phone plan together that lasts two years. So that's the biggest commitment Dean's ever made in his life, which is a huge. <laughs> this is a big step. Wow, we're on the same <laughs> cell wow. phone plan. I have to say, me and Grayson almost just put our car insurances under the same plan. So wow, we are taking a big leap for real. For real, take I mean, notes. Forget Dean. that we have a kid together. You can have a kid together, <laughs> getting a home together. That's all. Nothing. No, it's my house. Oh, Gra- actually, I'm just kidding. I never say that, but Gray says it. He's so cute. Whenever someone's like, "You guys are getting a house," he goes, "He goes, no, it's Becca's house." Oh my god, That's and she's really letting cute. me. And live he's like, there. and she's my sugar mama. <laughs> Yeah, he always says that. And I'm like, that this was not the plan for my life. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> but whatever. Um, okay. And a few other little Bachelor Nation, like, fun little shady tweets that came out after last night. Derek tweeted, all I want from tonight on Bachelor in Paradise is a three-person convo with Connor, Chase, and JPJ. Just imagining this makes me laugh. I don't get it. Connor? Chase just and JPJ talking, like, huh, huh, huh. and then Chase says, "Excuse me, are you insulting my intelligence, Derek?" Oh my god! Yeah, those are a lot of surfer voices. Um, I, I don't, else? I don't feel like I've even heard Chase talk, so I don't, I didn't even remember. Yeah, what he his doesn't voice really say like. much. Um, people are now talking about how Wells Adams has started the trend of people from The Bachelor dating celebrities. Who Tyler? Tyler and Mike. Oh, Mike is dating Demi. Well, it's he's not, a, but but there's a lot of there's a lot of posts going back. Wait, before. what? There's a lot of flirtatious comments happening on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, seriously? Yes, yes. 
So this could be the thing. And Wells responded and said, I walked so Tyler and Mike could run. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, though, Tyler and Gigi is like, I mean, Demi Lovato and um, Sarah Hyland are like pretty big. But Gigi is like next level. Like she's Illuminati level to me. Yeah. I mean, Demi... Demi Lovato is like one of the biggest. Who has more Instagram (laughs) followers? Will who's got more clout now? (laughs) I mean, Gigi's family though is very powerful. I guess that's what I'm saying about that. Yes, Gigi's family has loads of money before there was ever even any model business happening. Yeah. Oh, Demi Lovato has more. Demi Lovato has more. Twenty five thousand more followers. I'm twenty five thousand. Twenty five million more followers than. Gigi Hadid. Girl, Demi Lovato well, is the big it's those It's those Mike, Disney Mike, actresses. Mike, Mike, It's Mike. those Disney actresses. That's why Selena Gomez has the most Instagram followers on Instagram. I know that's pretty wild, huh? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. So those were a fun, couple fun little tweets. And the last one was uh, Matt McDonald. Or I always say Matt McDonald. Matt Donald. Uh tweeted for the record because i'm getting dms by the second asking to buy people's placenta oh my! it's illegal in the united states to sell your placenta or umbilical cord but this is what i'm curious about is it illegal for like the individual to sell it but doctors can i'm just dying that imagining matt donald's dms exploding (laughs) with people like offering to buy black market umbilical cord placenta like what are his offers looking like right now no they're probably looking to sell theirs yes or well, yeah what, what oh i thought you said they were me? i thought they were saying they were dming him to buy them i was like I don't that's know what that i was be. saying <laughs> i do know somebody you know how we talk about people getting their placenta pills i do know someone who was like going through menopause and they were like seriously asking around like who has a placental tincture that i can use like i, I, I mean i've heard it tincture. works when I hit menopause, you know where I'll be going, Matt Donald. <laughs> I have my placental tincture. You can have it. Oh, thank you. You're wow, welcome. That's love. You're welcome. That's truly love. I don't really want it, honestly. <laughs> Anywho. Um, speaking of love and something that I love. Oh. Girl. Um, I bet oh, our batch. Yeah. My yeah. favorite. Yes. Well, we can talk about that our batch folks are ready to get off the beach and eat some oh healthy God, food. I, I would imagine. bet I'm seeing a lot of chicken nuggets, pizza, nachos, and um, yum, but also time for some clean goodness. If I was on the show, you know what I would have snuck onto the beach. Daily 100%. Daily Harvest. Oh, my God. Daily Harvest makes it easier than ever to get back into the habit of eating more fruits and veggies with thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted food that can be prepared in less than five minutes. Each Daily Harvest cup takes just one step to prepare with room for customization. You can fill your box with more than 65 different options like ready-to-blend smoothies. We have hearty soups and savory harvest bowls and all of daily harvest ingredients are sourced and selected for maximum nourishment and peak season flavor and there's no rush to eat it because it won't go bad everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it and it's back to school season i'm sure we have so many parents who are dealing with the early morning rush of trying to get your kids ready for school fed and off to school or off to college or off, yeah. or off to college yeah exactly I mean, like our like listeners you. are going to college that's <laughs> probably the majority of our demographic very true but if you are a parent listen i know when i'm rushed it's sometimes hard not to just toss my little one something without substance but with daily harvest i can have a delicious smoothie packed with rich healthy ingredients for her in a minute um ember is a fan of the banana and green smoothie which p.s she's at an age where 
uh, getting her to eat greens is so tough. With the banana and green smoothie, she downs that, and it's packed with kale and wheatgrass. A mom win, also a college win. you got to get that wheatgrass in there for your brain. So all Heck of our yes. college broads start pumping out those uh, get some banana and green smoothie harvest. Daily harvest is the quickest and most convenient way to eat a delicious and nutritious meal or snack. Whether you're at your desk, on the go, studying hard... You should go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code chatty to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code chatty for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. Code chatty. Chatty. Um, all right. Let's get to this Bachelor in Paradise business. Um, I have to uh, make it clear that I don't feel like we've, we've really talked about this, but I, considering how hard the producers are working this year, I am shocked by how lame the intros are. I know. Every new person who comes on, it's just them, like, turning and smiling at the camera. I know. It's just crazy to me. that, too. It's really boring. They just no have character to be, development. Right. They just have to be just, you know, in the editing room like crazy, putting all their creative energies into that. Just so. Um, so, yes, we start out having the... Um, I guess the the contestants don't know that Chris Harrison's going to come in and drop a bomb. No. But I would imagine they're starting to feel that, like, it's coming to a close here. Yes. And it starts out with Dylan and Hannah walking. And I think I believe Dylan says about themselves, just a couple of hot people walking on the beach. <laughs> there was a moment where, towards the beginning of the episode, Hannah was like... <laughs> And I was like, I feel so bad for all those people who haven't found love in this process. That must be really scary. It's like, Dylan and I are perfect. <laughs> We're perfect humans. And it must be very scary to not be perfect. Dude, is it fucked up that, like, I can't wait until, like, they hit real life together head on and they're like, what's happening? I, I genuinely think that they might be the right person for each other. Maybe. I'm just saying I, really I can't wait it. until they, like, you know, real things start happening to them yes. and they're like, wait, we actually have to work right. for our relationship. Right. Or they're just, like, those two types of people who... You know those people in your life who everything just kind of comes easy? Well, I like to think that I, I, I kind of in some, am in some ways that person, but I kind of know what you mean. Like kind of the ignorance is bliss thing. Not that A they're ignorant, bit. but just kind of like they're like... Da, 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 right, girl. I have some like incredible friends who kind of remind me of Hannah, Hannah and Dylan who are they're together. They're kind of just like pretty and, and in they la, kind of, la Yeah, land. are just pretty and everything is kind of They're like the easy. people who are like, why can't, you, why can't people just be happy? Right, and, and there's no... Excuse <laughs> me! <laughs> And like, but no one doesn't like them really. Like we can all talk smack because we're like, look at them and their perfect selves. But and life is so easy, but it's secretly because I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah. Their only flaw might be that they don't realize that like, not everyone's life just comes as exactly as easily. That might as be theirs. them. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> it drives me fucking insane. Okay. Um, so Funny enough, I also noticed Hannah never went back to Blake. It sort of seemed like we were setting, that was being set up. We, we we were really banking on that drama. I really was I banking on Me that too. drama. But I think happen. that it probably, Blake, his poor heart would have just gotten too demolished at that point. Yeah. Um, so Demi, we kind of really started off with Demi um, talking about the idea of getting engaged and that she's extremely terrified of it. Yes. And yeah, go on. No, but just 
we finally see Christian kind of starting to sweat a little bit. She's been so like calm and collected this whole time. Not that she's not still calm and collected when she is communi- when she's sure. communicating all these things, but she is um, trying to understand how Demi feels. But she says when they're talking that she's triggered because it's reminding her of her past relationships, mm-hmm. which was confirmed what you said in this episode where she's been out for a while um, and it sounds like she's had other relationships with um, women like Demi, who maybe this is their first yeah. um, lesbian relationship. And she's sort of like, I don't want to deal with this baggage. Like, yeah. I think that's where she's coming from. Of right. like, I don't want to like be getting myself into this for nothing. Right. Um, and she... Um, by the way, are they having this conversation in the Boom Boom room? I don't think so. I think it's that like that treehouse top deck. But they deck were in area. a big queen bed. Oh, maybe. In this room. And I'm like, are they ill? <laughs> are the sheets changed, people? <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny. I was like, this is the proper usage of the air-conditioned room. Have I'm, your serious conversation exactly. in the I'm comfort pretty sure, of this I'm pretty sure Hannah and Dylan are in the boom boom room 24 hours a day, oh God, and right? no one else can get in. I know. I think you're right, too. Because they, they didn't even realize that Blake and Christina left. I know. They're, well, they are always popping and going, what's going on? Because they're for sure just I like hate them. slaying and loving their lives together, having so much sex. Everything is perfect. They're perfect, and that's the only reason we have malice. Um, but you know what was so... I don't know. Again, Demi and, and Christian are just having these like conversations throughout this season that have so much extra depth to them and are conversations that could be like carried out uh, into like whole different podcasts, you know, but when Christian's talking about the fact that she's like, I shouldn't be making you anxious yeah, and she's start, starting to trip over that. Um, it was so, it, it, it was so powerful to me thinking about whether it be a queer relationship or someone like when you and I have talked about, um, with Evan and I, where one of us struggles with a mental illness and the other one does it. And there's like, I feel like I'm making you anxious. And then that makes them anxious. And there's this whole cycle and like how important communication is that Christians communicating with Demi. I am now feeling like I'm giving you everything, but I'm feeling like I'm making you anxious. And that in turn is making me anxious instead of her just stuffing that and kind of being like, you know, starting to get maybe a little bit resentful. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like Christian probably has um, a really good foundation for good communication mm -hmm. because um, I Instagrammed about this a couple months ago, but it's definitely a privilege to grow up in a house that has really uh, solid and healthy communication with each other. And it seems like that's where Christian's coming from because the, the hard thing about communicating is sometimes you need to be in touch with your emotions and your feelings enough to know what you want to communicate. And sometimes that's the biggest battle of it is not getting it out, but knowing what you're feeling and Mm -hmm. how to articulate that into words to the person Mm. that you're with. Very true. Yeah. Well, we then see Demi um, saying that she's in an interview um, and her crying again, saying that she is so terrified of what people think when they see her kiss. Yeah. And again, just a moment where I was like, this is just such a great reminder of the privilege that we have on a daily basis of something that we don't think about. Like, 
as heterosexual people, you're going to kiss your significant other. And maybe the only time you're going to think about it is when you see someone literally like dry humping and sucking face in public that you're like, whoa, look at that. Yeah. But the idea of feeling nervous that people will look at you in shame. And so I just want to say to them props for. Yeah. Being out there and. Um, well, it's something that interracial f- couples face, too. Yes, absolutely. Huh? Maybe not so much in Los Angeles, but even in other places in California mm-hmm. and definitely in other parts of the country. Absolutely. The self-consciousness of, like, what are people thinking? Why are they looking at us weirdly? All that kind of thing. Yeah, so let's not take that for granted. Anywho. Um, so then we have Nicole and Clay who are discussing Nicole. <laughs> It's just sitting with Clay, and she literally goes, I want to talk about our future together. Chicago, our families. Like, she's just listing all this, and Clay's looking a little panicked. And yes. She's just like, what's your sperm count? How old can I carry a baby? Do you, do you, we need a surrogate? Would you consider adopting? Um, and Clay's just like, I've never said I love you to my last girlfriend. I also think it's so funny, because people always talk about, like, I don't know, what are we going to do about the cities? And I'm like, y'all bitches are moving to LA anyway, so it's why true. are we worrying it's about true. you guys live across the country? Jesus yeah, everyone's Christ. Just like, yeah. How are we going to do a long distance relationship? I mean, although, trust me, I get it. Living in LA, I'm like, I don't know. I live in Lincoln Heights. He lives in Venice, we're never going to see each other. It's this isn't going to work. This is distance relationship. <laughs> it truly is. Um, and then JPJ and Tasha are talking. Did you did you catch that with them talking on? The, like day bed and he's like but do you really need nice yes. clothes oh, oh no 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 of course okay. goes, do you really need nice clothes she goes yes and then she k- continues on she's like are you trying to convince me i don't need nice things and then john's basically like well if i was to be very wealthy in the future <laughs> i want to make sure that you love me for me and not not the clothes that i can buy you and it's like john why are you fixating on like this is the serious is he a prince <laughs> Well, is definitely. He like a, is he a Rothschild? Because I definitely get that vibe. Oh, I definitely get the vibe that he grew up playing rugby and lacrosse at his private school. Yes. And he has a house in Martha's Vineyard. Yes, definitely made of brick. Yes. A manor, perhaps. White shutters. The, For sure. Um, the Jones estate. Yes. Even though I will say that I've seen him um, post on his Instagram, and it looks like he's kind of got like a cubicle job type I, don't, I have situation. no idea what the fuck he does because they just keep putting John Paul Jones as his goddamn career. <laughs> it looks like a cubicle type job. Well, I see him play- post and then I see him always posting this like sparkling water that he's obsessed with. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what he sells. I don't know. Um, but it seems like his <laughs> family so random. is loaded. It does. Um, just because of who he is. <laughs> just his general like his appearance. Okay, I thought there was like something actual to back that up. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> I totally see it though. I it's agree. It's just a strong assumption. I absolutely agree. So I didn't know if maybe he was testing Tasha. Uh, and she was just like, "Honey, I live in a nice home in Corona <laughs> Del Mar. Do you understand the the real estate price that my Corona Del Mar home?" Honey, I can afford my own shoes, okay? Yes. Don't worry about it, babe. <laughs> I'm 31, you're 25. Shut up. Um. Okay. Dylan and Hannah get a date. Then they do. Right before that, 
Chris or Clay is saying to Chris, Chris, I bet you at the end of this, Dylan and Hannah are going to get engaged. Like, I seriously bet you, like, we'll bet. And Chris is like, like yeah, yeah, we're betting on the same thing. <laughs> like, I'm not going to bet against you, bud. I'm not trying to lose and, money and here. And then Clay said, I have never seen two people spend more time together in my life. I was life. dying. I was dying, too. And that was like, oh, they are always in the boom, boom room. And if they're not in the boom, boom room, they're always floating around <laughs> the um, the pool together. Yes, absolutely. Um koalaing on each other yes so they did get a date okay the date was i would hate being paired with this random family at their fucking family gathering what the fuck first of all how invasive like it's someone's birthday party totally and dylan was dylan was just like picking up the kid and i'd be like um don't touch my kid (laughs) see i thought it was really sweet how he was with the kids i was like no you no, know, if someone came to Ruth's birthday party and just started picking them up and they couldn't even speak my fucking language, I'd be like, who the fuck do you think you are? I thought it was super nice. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. Now, yes, if he didn't ask permission, that would be a little sketchy. He's just a man grabbing children. Yeah. But I thought it was sweet. Yeah, I guess so. I was just more like ABC. Like, how low is the budget running, my <laughs> friends, that you're like finding a neighborhood and knocking on their door and being like, it sounds like there's a party going on in here. Do you mind if we stop by for I, our one-on-one? I was like, is this even anyone's birthday? Like, is this yeah, what just is this? fake? Like, I don't know. Um, but I'm sure the Instagram photos were great from it. I mean, Hannah does know how to speak Spanish. She says, como te llamas? Yes. She, she, she knows well, the they're, basics. They're yelling at the end, my name is Hannah, my name is Dylan about... I know. <laughs> I know. The opposite. This is one of my favorite moments. And, but, okay, I, I have to, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. When they have their moment together and he is telling her that he loves her and she's teary-eyed and he's saying, like, in that moment, we're going to leave together. And they both know. They, I mean, there is a serious love fest. Like, that it is the real deal. Like, there is no denying that these two are absolutely head over heels for each other. Absolutely. And, and then she goes on to say, like, today I felt like we were on vacation. And I was like, really, though? <laughs> Is this your idea of the vacation? Kids? <laughs> if, you're, if it's your idea of vacation, then you know what? Good for you. You're going to find a lot of places like vacation, like maybe the grocery store, shopping together feels like a vacation. I mean, it probably does with them being in love right now. It's true. When you are very young and in love, everything is exciting. Yes. It's very true. Yes. You just want to do like anything together. Go walk through Target together. It's kind of like when you start smoking weed for the first time. It's kind of the same feeling. You'd be like, oh, I just want to do everything. If wouldn't everything would just be so much more fun if I were high? That's somehow the only thing that I could relate it to. <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, my gosh. Ah. Doesn't it just sound fun to like go walk down by this canal that has shit floating in it? If I was high and they're like, wouldn't that be fun if I was with Hannah, with Dylan? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, um, so. All right. So, OK. <laughs> OK. <laughs> this moment. Are we this kidding? This episode is very disjointed. I'm realizing we're not I having know, very easy I know. I'm sorry. This is a we hard transition, sort of, Broads, like, because it, it was flashing between so many things. It I was know. like, how do we? Yes. Um, but this specific moment. Oh, my was God. Was unreal. OK. First of all, when Connor kept saying, 
I'm waiting 10 minutes for Whitney to come through. I'm waiting five minutes. I was like, okay, Whitney's not going to come, dude. Like, I thought that she just wasn't going to show up and it was going to be embarrassing. I thought maybe what was going to happen was they'd have this moment in the reunion where Chris Harrison's like, so, Connor, did you ever meet Whitney? And they're like, we're dating now. Yeah, 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 for sure. But no, he literally was doing like a rocket ship style countdown to like when when (laughs) Whitney coming in. God damn it, I said five minutes. I guess it's time for me to leave now. And we're all like, Connor, He's not, yeah, she's not coming. Um, and of course, they have the montage with her, with him giving her the side eye at the wedding when they're sitting down. <laughs> so funny. And it's hilarious how they cut to the scene where Whitney and Connor were talking and she got interrupted by Kaylin. Crazy. One of the shadiest parts of the episode. <laughs> One of the shadiest parts of the episode. And then Connor making the comment like, I just wonder what would have happened because if... Kaylin wouldn't have done that my life would have looked different and I'm like here's the thing though Connor I'm so sorry about the heartbreak that you've gone through but Kaylin didn't hold a gun to your head no. and said and say like follow me and make out with me and date me you also I believe kissed Christina that night now I'm all fuzzy or he was talking to Christina that night he kissed Kaylin he was talking to Christina Although Whitney wasn't in paradise even so obviously True. if you're picking between the two you're gonna go with the person who's already in paradise right, I think that makes like, the most sense yeah but Connor was the point is is that he was talking at the wedding to Kaylin, Whitney, and Christina. It's not like he was like, I'm only here for Whitney, and Kaylin literally took him by his ankles and drug him out. Although it's hard if, you know, if he had seen the future, obviously we know what he would have done. yes. I thought it was hilarious, too. He was like, if Whitney doesn't come, I think I've got to go home. And I'm like, no, Chris is literally going to kick you out if Whitney doesn't come. No one's going to give you, oh, but we had, no, there was Rev, though. Oh, that's right. You know, I'm sure she would have... or he had a rose this week, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt bad for her. Rev? Because, yeah, because, like, I feel like there's things that we aren't seeing. Like, they went on their date. They mm-hmm. were making out on their date. And Connor mm-hmm. was like, I'm so glad that Rev has come and, like, is going to turn my paradise around. Cut to five seconds later in the next episode. And he's yeah. just like, I think I'm going to have to leave because if <laughs> Whitney doesn't show up, no one here is for me. And Rev is super like, yeah, I get it. I understand. And it was really sad. Totally. Everyone's just screwing each other I over, know, man. I know. I um, know. But, yeah. So then, then we see that. Whitney. Then we see that Whitney's on her way, on her looking way. so thrilled, so excited, and Connor's like, "I'm out." And of course, producers are radioing back and forth, like, <laughs> "Make sure." So Whitney's cross. coming. Whitney's coming. She's gonna be here in like five minutes. Okay, cool. I'm gonna tell Connor that she's not coming. Do we have the matching vehicles to do the road <laughs> swap? We need to have the moment of them passing each other. Oh wow, that's too bad, Connor. All right, nice. It was nice knowing you. Bye bye. When Whitney walked through the door. And Tasha screamed, what the fuck? <laughs> it was the biggest mood, mood ever. I mean, that's God. so fucked up. It's really it's just like, what? Why? Like, why did you guys do that? Did you just want to eliminate? Were there too many couples for you that you're just trying to get rid of? Because then you have the it moment. It was a fun twist of like her going after him and surprising him at the hotel and everything. I thought that was, was really fun. Okay. When she's she like, showed up. She's like, well, that's annoying. And I thought she was just going to try to go on a date with someone. Oh, well. I don't know if you noticed this. What? But when she was talking, first of all, didn't know that Alessandra Ambrosia was um, part of Batch Nation. I don't know who that is. Victoria's Secret's model. Okay, I thought that's who you're, somebody from Victoria's Secret, because that she is totally She looks just what, like a Victoria's Secret's model. Didn't I know. know that she was part of Batch Nation. Um, but when she was talking, when she first arrived, 
the camera, if you go back and like watch, the camera specifically zoomed in just on Chase's face like five times. I know. And he that's was why I thought that they eyeballing were her. I know. That's why I thought that she was going to stay and go on a date with someone. Yes. I thought the same exact thing because I'm guessing that Chase was really hoping she was going to stay as we cut to later oh that God. Chase said there was something missing with Angela. Maybe like, the missing not, link. Was he's like, I don't think you're as hot as Whitney. I'm just going to say it. And honestly, that's the most important thing to me in a relationship. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw that Whitney was also at the wedding. So I was hoping she would also show up. Oh, my God. Thought maybe I could come in, pick you immediately, look like the knight in shining armor. But I figured you were still in love with Clay. So that would be my good out. And then Whitney would show up and we would hook Honestly, up. Honestly, I'm looking for my next Tommy Laren. So. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> but yeah, I was like, he was eyeballing her. Eyeballing her. I know. Um, so yes, Whitney shows up at the hotel. And my God, look at that hotel with that AC. Pumping. Also, air conditioning. Pumping. The penthouse they put Connor in. He's got like a full kitchen. I know. What was that? Like a grievance package for his loss? Of then again, I'm like, okay, it's Mexico. This is probably so cheap. They're like. So I am. A, I'm pretty sure the resort that they have Paradise on. There's like that front area. Uh -huh. where it's like um on the water open air uh spots and then there's the back hotel that's oh. off of the water and that's where they, they typically go for like dinner and some of the romantic dates uh -huh. and that top area the separate part is a very nice hotel and i have seen the prices before and it's not cheap so Are you sure that's where they're staying though? I'm ninety nine percent sure. Bachelor's on a big budget, so I mean true, we did see but the probably since State. They, probably since they uh they are um always promoting that resort. I'm sure they'd probably get sweet rooms. Yes, because I believe that resort was also used in another was it um Real Housewives, maybe not. But I think mm. that that resort's used sometimes. So I think they they like to hawk it out to... Got it. Reality TV yeah. people. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, she walks in and it's literally like his shirt is off. The AC is pumping <laughs> and they just start making up right away. Like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I will say if I was her, though, I'd be like, honestly, I will literally do anything to come into this For AC real. room. Well, whatever also, you need to do. I flew fucking how many hours to get here? A car ride that was however long and then what? To go home? Right, no, well, and how long, you're going to make this TV moment and worth it. And how long it. has she been just staying by herself, cooped up Probably after a the while. wedding? Probably a just while. Just like sitting. And with no phone. With no phone, just sitting, waiting, twiddling her thumbs. Like, when are they going to throw me in, coach? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. That's so crazy. <laughs> so, that's so sucks. crazy. It's, well, I don't know. It's been a couple weeks, it seems, since the wedding. So I doubt they have her just hanging around for two weeks. But I don't know. Just in a cage. No. <laughs> Chris Harrison's just like throwing, throwing her, her shrimp tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Between you and Ember, my God, the cheese. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Uh, okay, so. Um, so. Oh, my God, I just realized in my notes it cuts to Nicole and Clay, but I called Nicole Angela. Oh, yikes. I said Angela wants to say I love you to Clay. No, Nicole wants to say I love you to Clay. Uh, I think Clay calls her his best friend on the beach in their conversation. Yes. Oh, that was with the date later. Oh. But. No? 
That's when they're sitting on the on the. That's when they're still in paradise. No, they're. He says that she's his best friend on the beach. Like, oh, oh, I see. What you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, can I make one comment before that? Yes, though? I have to acknowledge one of the JPJ Tasha moments where they're out front before this happens, making sandcastles. I didn't even notice. Oh my god, I somehow missed it. They're literally out there in the, at this point, by the way, they have to be covered in open burn wounds from being for so many weeks in the burning hot sun. I, I don't know how John Paul Jones isn't either. How is he not fried? I don't know. He's still very pale. Maybe that's why he's always under pillows because Maybe. he knows that his fragile skin couldn't handle the sun. No, he's like Edward Cullen. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're out there. He's like, you want to make a sand castle? And they're like digging trenches and moats and, and she is just so cute. laughing her ass ass off and he's cracking up and I'm you're watching them and you're seeing kind of the other couples just kind of sitting around and JPJ and Taisha are just building sandcastles and having fun together and then they're like oh we're out here we've been wanting to watch the sunset together so they watch the sunset. Oh yeah I did see the sunset so sweet. It's so sweet and he's just like clear I mean he's clearly at this point when you're watching you're like yes he is 100% falling in love and not in, in love, love with her like over the moon and, and I think she is too, and she doesn't know I it. I think so too. And their laughs together, by the way, are the most magical thing. He's got the craziest laugh I've ever heard, and she has the best laugh of all time. And their combined laughter. Dude, she's so gorgeous and so hot and so perfect and so funny. I know. I have such a crush I'm on her. I'm so obsessed. I know. I think about her all the time. <laughs> WWTD, what would Tasha do? Honestly, everyone's always like, what would John Paul Jones do? What would Tasha do? What would Tasha do? Because for guess me? what? Tasha got John Paul Jones. I know. So there's no point saying what would John Paul Jones do because Tasha got JPJ. I was thinking about that in the car here. I was like, who's my couple goals? And I was like, well, Dean and Kalen seem to have something special. So yeah. I guess kind of them, but not really. John Paul Jones and Tasha. Yeah, they are my couple. Goals. <laughs> Regardless of the outburst, <laughs> which I cannot think about sometimes. I know. Um, John Paul Jones is just like so. I don't think him specifically I would want to be with, but I love the love that they have. It's just so. Yes. Watching just, it is just a, a true pleasure. Yes. Yeah. It's just, I love to see people who are like childlike with each other and can just feel like vulnerable to be their true silly selves. Yeah. It was actually kind of hard to like when the breakup did happen, because I was thinking the whole time, all these couples keep seeing JPJ and Tasha, and you keep hearing them make these side comments that everyone almost seems insecure in their relationship compared to JPJ and Tasha. Yeah. Think about it. Like yeah. they did this prom, they're making sandcastles, they're dying laughing. Well, they're, they're actually each having other in the fun pool. in paradise. They're having a great That's time. Thing. And, and like everyone Hannah else is and Dylan arguing. are the only other ones that are having fun in paradise. Right, but they're just always secluded and quiet. Of course. Yes. But like JPJ and Tasha boisterous laughing the entire yeah. time. So it probably was shocking to see them split up because it was like oh these guys are over the moon for each other i know kind of earth shattering um okay yes now sorry back to the clay and nicole date oh Um, my god so yeah so well wells before they went on their date asked if they had dropped the l-bomb at all and nicole was like she wants to wait until he does but again i just keep thinking about the fact that it's like girl he never said it to angela and they were together for six months like he's not gonna say that he is in love with you in like three weeks He's clearly not that type of person. Mm-mm. He also just doesn't seem that into her. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like... Dude, that conversation on the date. So, okay, like, yes. 
you know, he said, you're like my best friend on the beach. And I can't remember if it was their conversation or Chris and Katie's conversation. No, it was Clay and Aunt. It was Clay. God. Clay and Nicole's conversation <laughs> yeah. where he's like, if we're doing this, like, it's going to be us, like, being people, like. Yeah. Uh, he was saying he was saying yeah. nothing. And he was just kind of like, he didn't I want to like, spend my time with you. And when you're not down here, like, I want you to be around. And it was like, yeah, he likes, he clearly likes to be around her. And I'm sure he thinks she's beautiful. But it definitely seems. That's what I mean. He never said anything, I don't think, about even being all in or yeah. about, he was just like, yeah, we'll, like, exist in the world. Like, Part you of, and me. Yeah. Part of me thinks he does really like her but the way that she's wired with like putting the pressure on hard is making him go like i don't want to leave you because i like you but i'm also like this is too much it's too me. it's too much like yeah. i just got out of a big relationship yeah. like i don't know i couldn't yeah. quite i couldn't quite place it and then when she said you know she was in love and he was like i do think i'm starting to fall <laughs> in love and i'm like oh this is very convincing if i would have been her when if he said that, I would have been so stoked because I would have been shocked that I even got him to say that. Yeah, yes, like For again, real. you have to take into account girlfriend didn't say that in a long term relationship. Like you got him to say that in three weeks. Like props to you. Like just, did, that's enough. You I don't know? think I could be handle handle being in that kind of relationship no. where it's like pulling teeth trying to get the guy to like express some kind of yeah. affection for you. Like, did you my notice? God. The, did you notice this? The lyrics of the song that was playing no. in the background. So it was in Spanish, but they would like put the lyrics up, and the lyrics were like, "Thank you for trusting me." Like. Let's um, get to a less anxious place together. Oh my goodness! It's a very telling, <laughs> telling song. Seriously, it was like, wow, this is very heavy. <laughs> also, I'm assuming Nicole understands what he's singing and Clay doesn't. Yeah, which kind of makes me laugh. Like Nicole's hearing all these words and Clay has no idea, oh just blissfully my unaware. Goodness. Well, and then Nicole talks about how she's like kind of worried, but she's not sure if she's ready to get engaged. And I'm like, girl, don't worry, that's not going to happen. <laughs> girl, he's not proposing. Uh, yeah, to you. I don't think so. After this episode, I don't think so. I didn't think so the whole time. Are you kidding me? We talked about it yesterday. We were kind of we? like, maybe it was a maybe. I'm very in and out with them. Some days I'm kind of like, oh, he's like beaming when he sees her but then some days he seems like super i don't think like i kind of think that nicole deserves someone who maybe not shitty like christian but i kind of think she <laughs> deserves someone like a little more passionate <laughs> you thought i was talking about demi's girlfriend <laughs> what I thought you were saying that she deserves someone shittier than Clay, and I was like, oh, oh my god, no. No, you mean she, someone, someone more I was going to say someone like Christian, but, but like not less, shitty like him, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. she deserves to be with someone who's like a little yeah. more excited to be with her. I completely And like, maybe agree Clay will get there, but like, I just don't think she should be with him. I think maybe that's just not his personality, right? Yes. Yes, I definitely passive. think that. I don't see him ever like getting excited about yeah. really anything like if it, like even if he won the lottery he'd be like yeah yes like yeah <laughs> you know like actually maybe her and jordan would have been fun together oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no but i don't know i don't, I don't no, know i i hear you though i i completely agree i really I do don't know who would be good for her i'm trying to think i know i was thinking and i have anyone on the beach that would have been another possibility but i don't feel like anybody or in even this in bachelor nation i don't know me neither. Anywho. Anywho. That's yeah, not it, looking great no, in it's my not, opinion. It's not, a, it's not 
looking like it's going to be one of the top ones, even mm. though I, I mean, I, I'll be I'll be real. I was waiting for um, I was waiting for it to end when everyone was breaking up. I, I was like, oh, he's ending it. I know. I was pretty convinced. <laughs> I was pretty shocked when they ended up like being like, OK, know, we're going to do too. it. I me was too. like, I thought the same thing. All right, guys, get that relationship. <laughs> send it. <laughs> Um, speaking of, I love using the phrase send it, like just doing it or going for it. But let's be honest, a lot of times sending it isn't that easy. In fact, it can be really time consuming. You drive to the post office, wait in line, have the wrong package or postage when you're simply trying to send it. No, thanks. Well, I am happy to inform you broads that all that is solved. Thanks to stamps.com. Stamps.com is one of the most popular time saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. You do this all the time, or they do this all while bringing the most amazing services of the U.S. post office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Or if you just want to send letters to people. Oh, yeah, Little packages. Oh, my gosh. So romantic. I always have things, random things I have to send to people. Yeah. Oh, but a letter. And I never do. It just sits in my car. letters. Yeah. And if it's easy with Stamps.com, you you can send all those sweet romantic letters to each other. Yeah. Friendship. Pen pals. Bring back the pen pal. Um, Becca and I use it all the time. It is such a huge time saver and frustration saver, to be honest. Um, all you need is a computer and you can print official U.S. Post- postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Want to send a pen pal letter to Alaska or, you know, the the deep areas of Greenland? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. And with stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Spans- Stamps.com is a no-brainer. They save you time and money. Such a no-brainer that over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in chatty. That's Stamps.com, enter chatty. Um, I started using stamps.com regularly when I was working wardrobe. And I, I know I've talked about that before. And I'd be sending clothes constantly. They really save my behind. And speaking of clothes, I'm a mom now. So my mom uniform on a normal day is yoga style workout gear uh, right now. But I don't like to spend a fortune on them. But also the more reasonably priced workout gear tends to not fit my body well. And be clearly lower quality, which is why I am so happy that I found Fabletics. Fabletics is a fashion-focused activewear brand with a mission to empower women by making a healthy, active lifestyle accessible to everyone because of its exceptional price point. No matter if you're ready to zen out in hot yoga, crush it in a CrossFit class, or simply take a stroll in the park, Fabletics has you covered and carries gym wear suitable for any type of workout or lifestyle. Fabletics is your one-stop shop for affordable gym wear and All of their designs are created in-house. Trust me, you seriously can't find these pieces anywhere else. All you have to do is hop on their website and take a literal 60-second quiz for recommendations, and then you can shop from thousands of styles curated just for you. Um, I found this red mid-rise crop set with long sleeves, and it is so sexy. I'm obsessed with it. Um, And by the way, they have a little see-how-it-fits-on-other-sizes option button above the pics, so you can actually see how it looks on someone with a similar height 
and shape to you, not just that one model's body. Wow. It's my favorite feature. Um, and right now, our broads receive exclusive monthly discounts and the inside scoop about new collections that haven't been released yet. You can get two leggings for only $24, that's a $99 value, as a VIP by using our special link. Which this deal covers my personal favorite type of leggings from Fabletics, the high-waisted power hold leggings. Just go to fabletics.com slash chatty to take advantage of this deal now. That's fabletics.com slash chatty to get two leggings for only $24. That's like half the price of a Lululemon bra. Yes, it is. Also <laughs> free shipping on orders over $49. International shipping is available, and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. Fabletics.com slash chatty. Terms and conditions do apply. Okay, so now we Where get to we? my actual oh. favorite part of the oh episode. Oh, my God. And let me make this very clear what i would have been so happy if we would have been able to watch this for two hours like just show us the whole like real life time lapse of what's happening okay and i know people always say like give us a tv show about this person or that person most of the time i'm like yeah no 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 i don't actually want to watch a tv show of just them now john paul jones and taisha's love story i really would watch a tv show it would bring joy to my life that's the like, thing. It just would make me smile. Like yes. I would just feel happier. <laughs> like I watched this. I was beaming watching it the entire time. Like I've never smiled so hard watching someone who I don't know personally right? interact with somebody. I know. Kind of weird how much I'm like, oh, those two. God, I love, love them. them. <laughs> really, though. I um, really do. So Tasha pulls John Paul Jones up to the treehouse and and uh she's got an art project yeah and i was just dead because the way that she did it you were kind of like oh did she like want to have like a serious sexy talk with him and then she was just like get in a speedo yeah (laughs) and of course this man brought a denim speedo a denim speedo that looks like an actual pair of jeans (laughs) that were fashioned to form first of all where do you find these i'm not sure I bet if we go on Amazon, we could find a good amount. Yes. I was going to say, it kind of seems like sort of like a gay store would have them in it. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. You know what? Actually, speaking of Puerto Vallarta, they have <laughs> many, many shops because it's a like very openly gay community there. They support a lot oh. of the LGBTQ uh, uh-huh. family. And there's a lot of shops that have like rockin' Speedos with like really fun, like crazy straps and all this stuff. Like maybe he just did a quick jaunt down to the Puerto Vallarta okay. store. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's definitely possible. Do you think? That, no, I. He brought it. That's the crazy thing. Is like He's I know like, he. Hmm, this which man. One? Brought, yes. No. <laughs> definitely the Jean one. Like, oh my god! I love when she goes getting a speedo, and he's just like, "You're the worst." <laughs> They're so damn cute. I also thought maybe she actually had serious art skills. I know. I, I was wasn't like, sure. I was like, wow, this is going to be really interesting. I believe I love anything. All the poses she had. Him oh, in. when she had him, when she was having him do like, do the, at the very beginning, she was like, do the kissy face. I'm an artist. And then she, <laughs> and then she gets back up and wraps him in like the, the, um, blanket. And it's just like, <laughs> You're like an iceberg, JPJ. There's stuff on the surface, but there's so much more below. Yes, love. (laughs) And then he's wearing like a version of the Titanic necklace. She's probably made for him. Yes. It's like the seashell version of the Titanic necklace. Oh my God. Lost diamond. And then, yes, like you said, she tricked us because the the actual... 
sketch was horrific. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it was. Gr- I mean, they're and just you so know that they're love. probably going to hang it in their their living room one day together. They just seem so in love. They're so cute. I know. Okay, now cut to a couple that's not that cute. Who were <laughs> so sad. Who was hearing JPJ and, and Taisha, by the way, cracking up laughing. Did you notice yes, that? Yes, and they're like, great, and this is Katie, awesome. And then Katie like, literally like, snaps at it and is like, cool. Yeah. And then she looks at Chris and goes, you're so handsome. And he tells her to stop. <sighs> okay, she seemed a little bit fucked up. She definitely and, seemed intoxicated. <laughs> Drunk Katie is me because she's just like, tell me the little things you like about me. And he's like, no, I want to go to bed. Yeah. Also, Drunk Katie seems like she kind of wants to get into a fight, which I do that. Too. That's what I mean. Yeah. Drunk Katie is mean. Where she's like, tell me what you like about me. He's like, no, I'm tired. And it's like, you don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly how I am when I'm drinking. Truly yeah. a nightmare for my significant other, and yes. I love it. I'm going to also agree <laughs> that uh, that is also the role that I take on. Um, but she said she's like when she like pulls him over, and she's just like, "I gotta go," and then he's not following her. She's like, "Are you coming?" Oh. <laughs> And then when she's walking by all the girls and she's just like, I'm just over some people. And I'm like, oh, as she's holding his hand. Yes, I know. That is me. But I didn't know if she was talking about Chris or if maybe she was talking about like JPJ. No, she was talking about Chris because then Chris was like, what? Me? And then she was like, no. You know, the drunk, angry fight. Then she was like dragging him to the bedroom and then like didn't go in with him. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was sobbing in bed. Dude, I just have to skip ahead and say I was so bummed they didn't break up. And that's not because I, like, hate either of them or anything. I was just like, please stop torturing each other. Just end this. You guys are not good together. I know. Sure, there's, like, potential or whatever, but just, like, it should not be this difficult this early on. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's way, way too soon for you guys to be having this many issues. Well, and that's, the funny thing is, is that's how I felt, like, kind of with me and Gray's relationship, but we were having a baby, so then there's this other thing of, like, we have this outside factor that's really fucking with things. Katie and Chris are literally hanging out on a beach, and while I know Paradise isn't that easy, there's no one that's really threatened their relationship. There's nothing they've really had to overcome besides just, like... they had the one blip with with, uh, Jen, Jen, and that was it. Yeah, it's just like, no, just... Stop. No, it's way too difficult. There's way too much drama already. And they just are not that... I've never seen... I mean, I know we keep saying we haven't seen much of them, but it's safe to say, by the way, that they interact. I've never seen even one moment of them having, like, remote fun together in the past three Yeah, weeks. that's the thing. Whenever they cut to them, they seem, like, irritated with each yes. other. Even if it's supposed to be, like, a cute moment, yes. he seems, like, annoyed with something that she said or she's, and kinda, she's like, just kind of, like, eyes waiting him. for him to do something more. And it's just... Yeah. It's, no, it's not... It's not a great feeling. <laughs> it's not a great feeling watching it no that's the thing i was like i don't want to watch you two especially anymore. when you go from the jpj tasha moments to the chris and katie Bad moments. vibes Bad yeah vibes. and i was just like i'm watching the jpj and tasha and i'm like oh my god i love love why is evan not home yet i want to just take him into bed and make love to him and then all of a sudden they cut to chris and katie and i'm like i don't like evan anymore <laughs> probably better to just be single anyway <laughs> what am i even doing in this marriage honestly <laughs> um well they cut to the cocktail cut to the co- which speaking of katie she looked insane if you did not 
note whatever dress she was wearing. The pink one? Yes. So cute. I did note I it. I need the links. Send me the links. It's very cute. It is so cute. And she looked stunning. Um, so Chris Harrison says there's no cocktail party, which for Matt is so hard. <laughs> like I, Matt. I could see myself with both of them. I don't really know what to do. Well, he's just like, Sydney has a lot of depth and like we really get each other. But like Bree's a supermodel. What would your mom say, Matt? What would your mom and say? And even Brie is like, you and this supermodel thing <laughs> later on. It's like, you're a, you look like a supermodel. And she's like, oh, you, here you go again. Well, one of the saddest moments of the entire episode was when Luke S. goes up first. Oh, my and God. And we, we see Haley, <laughs> who I've now been, like, supporting, but that was like the meanest comment ever that she made about Nick is him. way hotter. She said, Luke is not my type. He's a good conversation conversationalist, but he's not my type. He's the poor man's Nick Vial. I mean, I know Nick and he's way hotter than him. <laughs> it was so brutal. It's like, dude, that's so mean. And I then, know, but I was laughing. And then I was just like, oh shit. When he didn't even choose her. Right. And then I thought it was going to be like kind of sweet vindication for her. Yeah. And then Bree's like, no. Okay. But also like you got to admit it's totally out of left field. It was probably. I'm sure they've spent some time together, but it seems like, I don't know. But Luke to me, when I've seen him and even though we've literally seen nothing of him, which bums me out. But when I've watched interviews with him, he is he's very smart, very aware of himself. So I'm assuming that he got that Haley felt this way. About yeah, I'm him. sure he wasn't like, oh, me and Haley, you could really have something. Right. So maybe it was kind of like, Whatever. hey, the only yeah. other girl that I'm interested in is Bree. So I'll just ask and see. And he even said when he was uh on the the van like going or leaving uh paradise yeah he was just kind of like i figured i'm not upset but i just thought i might i as thought well i'd give it a try. shot why yeah. not yolo yeah we ju- justice for luke s because <sighs> like i love that like guy. we've said we like him i think he seems so like he, i, I want to see more of him i'm pissed that we didn't get to see more of him i'm pissed that girls are saying shady weird things about him because he is a handsome guy who has a great job and he's going to be super rich one day with his tequila business. Totally. I like him. I know. I'd set him up with one of That's the thing. I'd set him up with one of my friends. Yes. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, well, then <laughs> Matt gives Bree the rose. I mean, oh, no, 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 no. So Luke, didn't then Luke try to give it to Haley or I was kind of lost at what happened in that scenario? No, Luke literally, so Luke's standing there with the rose after being rejected, and the Charlie Brown music starts, and Chris Harrison walks up and says, well, this has never happened before, oh and then he says, does anyone want that Luke's was, rose That tonight? was fucked up. That was I was really like, you should up. ask Luke if he wants to give the rose to anyone else. Not that was does, so not shameful. Do any, are any of you interested in Luke's rose when there's literally like three girls? Right. That or he goes rose. up and goes, hey, Luke, we're very sorry. Is uh, You're going to have to leave. Yeah, or Luke, is there anyone you're interested in giving the rose to? Not does anyone, anyone wants Luke ro- Luke's rose, like making him sound like the most undesirable person yeah, ever. Yeah, that really Fucked was up. so <laughs> messed up. Um, and then, like, I even hesitate to say this. What? But they kept showing Dylan, and Dylan was, like, smirking. And I part of me goes, listen, I know sometimes when I'm in awkward situations, <laughs> I smile 
because I'm uncomfortable and I'm hoping that's what it was. But like he was like smiling the whole time, like almost laughing at the situation. I was getting very angry because I feel very defensive for Luke S for some reason. Me too. Why are we so protective of him? Because he's a cool guy. <laughs> and he's like, unlike everyone else, all of these, um, I don't know, everyone, all the dudes are like, seem emotionally stunted compared to Luke. Like Luke just like handles things really gracefully to me. Yeah. Oh, actually that reminds me now of something. What? <gasps> so, oh my gosh, is there actually tea? I don't know. So, um... Luke, so now seeing seeing Dylan smirking, at least, again, like I said, it might just be he's nervous, and when you're awkward and nervous, like, I'll do that sometimes, too. But I saw that Dylan posted on his Twitter, one million people following a nomadic mustache figure who lives in a van. Sounds like the start of a fire, cult-focused Netflix documentary, hashtag Bachelor in paradise but he put an e after and he bachelor. put an e after bachelor and then luke pops in and goes don't you just hate it when you have a fire tweet and can't edit it for spelling errors which is like which is, luke how are you even noticing that he which added is, an seems e? shady and petty but makes me think maybe they are they have an issue with each other wow mm. kaylin really took him to that one million followers yeah she did he had been losing followers steadily ever since had last he really yeah i remember him texting me about it I guess the last time I looked at his uh, his Instagram, he was at like seven hundred thousand. So. Well, he got like I mean, last thing of Bachelor in Paradise really, really screwed him over. No, it really like bumped him up. Oh, bumped Paradise him up. always like gets people tons of followers. Yeah, more so I think sometimes in their seasons. How many do you think you'd have if you went on Paradise this season or last season? I guess last season you wouldn't have gotten as many because no. the social media is last booming. season would have been like seven hundred k. What about this season? Well, it depends if I got pregnant or not, because pregnancy, I mean, a lot of people like to follow pregnant people. I only had, like, four... What if you found out you were pregnant on Bachelor in Paradise? Holy fuck! Like, you're there, and you're like, I've kind of been seeing someone, and but, like, it wasn't serious. I don't know. I mean, I would have been pregnant going on to Paradise. What if you would have taken the test on Paradise you and know, found I out you I actually considered it. I seriously did. Really? That would have exploded. I seriously considered pretending that I didn't know I was pregnant because I found... I mean, I got pregnant only, like, a month before filming. So it would have been really plausible. And I, I, I considered... Um, it would have been great TV, Becca. I know. I just didn't want to do that. It was such a... You know, and I'm glad I didn't... It was such a private, difficult time yeah. in my life. I mean, I didn't even announce it on Instagram until I was, like, 22 weeks pregnant. Yeah, no, it's I true. hid it for about half of my pregnancy. It's true. But it's, like, so... You know, people are so shitty, and then I would have gotten painted as, like, this slut who went on Paradise Pregnant. <sighs> true. Who's, like, this fucking whore who's seen this other guy and decided to go on Paradise anyway. It's just... It would have been awful. Not worth followers. No. It would have been great TV, but it would have been really hard for you. <laughs> yeah. And it's just... Maybe you could go back now and, like, pretend like you weren't pregnant this whole time. <laughs> Should I be the polyamorous one? The first polyamorous one? I'll have to talk to Grayston about this. No, I don't want to go on fucking paradise <laughs> and leave Gray and Ruthie at home. What the fuck? No, you bring them. Oh, they can, like, stay in one of the palapas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Please come over here and meet my family, Grayston. We're considering <laughs> adding Tyler to our family. <laughs> that was the first name that came to mind. Funny. Funny. And isn't that 
<laughs> ironic that he's the one that I think about. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anywho, so maybe Rose there's ceremony. maybe there's something weird between Luke and Dylan, and maybe I'm not reading into it. Um, Rose ceremony. Sydney goes home. Sydney goes home. Everyone's hooked up with who you think they'd be Didn't, hooked up with. Did Rev go home? Rev goes home. Haley goes home. Sydney goes mm. home. Um, and Sydney says Matt's gonna get dumped. There's no <laughs> way Bree is gonna leave paradise with him. I like Sydney. Me too. Now all of a sudden, I'm just like I never didn't like her, but did we ever not like her? I can't remember. We just were like whatever about her because, okay. and I also just feel like they weren't giving us a lot of Sydney. And also, she does seem like someone that like because she is so low key might take a while to warm up to. She also seems like a little bit of a bitch, but like in a good way. You know what I mean? I feel like maybe. Like she's kind of rough. She's kind of yeah. like, that's the way it is. Yeah, but I do like those type of people as no, my friends. No, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's why I think I would, I really like her. Dude, Tasha and Sydney rolling in that crew. I want to be their friends. I know. Accept us. Um. Anywho, so um, yeah. I feel I felt bad for Sydney. I felt like <laughs> she really was like kept her head up in the, this entire season. Had a great she attitude. Also, though, deserved someone different than Matt. I was kind of like Derek. Where are you at? Um, I feel like that might have been a, a little bit of a connection. Yeah, that could have been, been. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> so then the next day, we see that Matt is te- is talking about how Bree accepting his rose last night was like a huge deal and a commitment since oh, she God. turned down Luke's. He sees her rejecting Luke's rose as her and, and accepting his as like this grand oh, gesture, God. which to a certain extent I understand because Bree did say to Luke. I'm here for like love and for something bigger. And yeah. then she, and I'm not going to waste my time. And yeah. then she accept, accepted Matt's where instead of Brie should have been like, I'm not into you, Luke. So no. Right. Right. But Matt took it like literally how yeah. she said it. Like yeah. maybe she's the supermodel sees a future. Oh with me. my God. Well, she breaks it off real fast and quick. Doesn't she? I mean the fastest <laughs> I've ever seen. She's like, yeah, no, um, you misunderstood. I'm not even sure why I accepted that rose, so I'm going to leave now. Chris shows up, says, hey, it's time. Pay the paradise says, you know, it is over. It's time for you guys time to come to pay the up. Pied Piper. And Bree's kind of like, oh, shit, I thought maybe I had one more week of air time, but I guess I'm out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Poor Bree, she but, had so much potential. So much potential. But, but maybe Matt not, was making me laugh like. so hard because everyone's sitting around and is panicking. Like... I don't know. I'm nervous. We do have a connection. We've been together this whole time, but I don't know how he really feels. And the one person who's not nervous is Matt. Yeah. Who's literally like, no, I'm excited. This is going to be good for our relationship. <laughs> like, obviously we're not going to have sex. What would mother say? <laughs> but it'll be nice to talk. <laughs> Psycho status. Um, but yeah, like you said earlier, like Matt couldn't get over the fact that she was a supermodel. By the way, I don't mean Matt Psycho, but have you, you've seen the movie Psycho, right? Yes, I follow, like, fully followed you. Mother does not approve. <laughs> mother doesn't approve. Ew, that's creepy. That gives me the creeps. <laughs> the placenta salesman. Oh my. Um, but yeah, she, Ben Bree, I honestly think you made the wrong decision giving uh, me the wrong. <laughs> savage! Savage! She says it without blinking. After Literally, taking the rose. After refusing Luke's rose, taking the rose, and she knows that she was in competition with Sydney, and oh. she's just like, I think you made the wrong decision. This was Hilarious. the wrong call. Um, I was 
literally dying. Um, I think, and yeah, everyone was agreeing then Sydney would have like, would have hung around, mm-hmm. and he really did make the wrong mm-hmm. call here. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase and Angela, that ended really quick. Oh, yeah. He was like, I've connected with you in a lot of ways, but there's one intangible thing that has always been there. I don't know what it is. And she's just kind of like, okay. And she literally waved goodbye to him two inches away from his face. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> She's this close. She's just like, okay, bye. And then they just left. Yep. Um, obviously, Hannah and Dylan yes. are... <laughs> they're, they're good. Yeah. Pretty good. They're good to go. Yes. <laughs> they're not in question. Um, and that was actually a sweet moment between them. It was kind of like, of course, yeah. we're going to be together. Yeah. Um, and then... Clay and Nicole. Yeah. And uh, that's when you thought they were going to break up, right? Cause that's when I was convinced that they thing. were going to break up. Yeah. And she said, uh, you know, she says that she wants him to say, I love you and I want to be with you forever. Yeah. And again, I go back on what I said um, on last episode. I, I, I do think that there are certain people who just meet, and have that crazy connection like you hear about like my parents went out on one date and got married the next day and they've been together for like you know 35 years but in general meeting someone and only knowing them for really less than a month you know maybe more like two weeks in general spending time with them and wanting them to say that they want to be with you forever and that they love you is like a very large ask yeah you know (laughs) yeah and in all reality like I don't know what it's like to be on the beach and be like caught up in the emotions. And like we, we joked about yesterday, I'm like, Oh, I fall in love so fast. But the idea of getting proposed to that quickly and, and genuinely being like, I will love you forever. That quickly is, I will say, you know, we're pretty, you and I are pretty intuitive people. So maybe not everyone's the same, but I do remember because I even like wrote it in my journal like the first time I ever went on a date like I knew I just knew in like my heart the kind of person he he was and I just like knew that I could trust him and I knew that like I knew that I was safe with him and like I knew that he was a good person and there's been other boyfriends I've had where I don't know that and you know sometimes you really come to find out someone seeing how they interact with their friends, seeing how they interact with their family, seeing how they talk to waiters and waitresses and like all this little stuff that trickles out over the course of three months, a year, three years that you start seeing in a person. But every once in a while you have the sense of like, and I definitely felt that with Grayson where I was like, I know this is a person that I would be safe, like putting my, and I think that you, I, I a hundred percent feel that way. And there's been people in my life, even if it's just from a friendship standpoint where, you know, right away, within minutes you know what kind of a person they are yeah and you know that like oh we we could make something work if we tried I just think about how many people like you meet in your lifetime and you feel maybe that with a handful of people just the likelihood that you go on a show and that person happens to be there is just so slim seems like it but then you got to remember too that and this is kind of fucked up but in real life your options are only so limited because maybe you're only going to consider people who are as attractive as you, who live in within five miles of you, like all this thing. So it's like maybe the pool really isn't as big as we pretend it is. Very true. Very true. It's a good perspective. Anyway. 
yeah, it was just kind of messing with me thinking about when she was like, I want him to say this. And like, I'm not saying in a shady way to her, way to her, like, how dare she think that? It was just more like when I was really breaking it down, I'm like, wow, that is, is a lot to ask a lot somebody. to ask somebody and like really expect that, you know? I, I really don't think anyone should get engaged off this season. Yeah, the only people that I feel like definitely could would be Christian and Demi, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that like, they were dating off the season and they yeah. also have mutual friends and they, yeah, yeah, they know yeah. what it's like in the real world together. Honestly, like no shade to them at all. I just don't know if their relationship like is at like maybe, maybe like now three months after paradise. Yeah. But like, I feel like at that just seeing what we've been seeing doesn't quite seem like engagement might be mm -hmm. the best step for them. Just like in where they're at in their relationship. I don't know, but if they get engaged, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I wouldn't like, as like a trusted friend, I wouldn't necessarily be like, I think you should get engaged right now. Yes. I will also say though, I, I agree, but I will also say as a friend, I'm always the person who's like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> About everything. Are you sure? That's true. That's are you true. sure though well, that you really want to do that? I mean, I do think with engagements, there's never any harm in waiting and with getting married. I'm, I've always yeah. said that to my friends where I'm like, well, you don't have to do this right now. Yeah. You know, I know you feel the pressure too. Well, like, on, on this show, it's like getting engaged is basically saying that we're going to be in a committed relationship. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like... But I feel like sometimes that can kind of like for all these younger people watching that that can kind of fuck up your mentality of the idea maybe of getting engaged Definitely. and like maybe not taking it as seriously. Or just like engagement is the pinnacle of like where like that's how you know your relationship is real when yeah. I don't think that that's true. Like yeah. I don't think that I need to get engaged to no, Grayston for us to all. prove how committed we are to each other. Well, and also you guys could never get married and we'd have the same level of respect uh, value. For, yeah of a relationship but as Evan and I who are married like sure. to me it doesn't matter but it's just like it's just the engagement seems like it could be with all these younger people watching it like a show like this it could be like kind of a more of a fickle thing the bachelor I mean being on the show too it's really hard to not get caught up in the whirlwind of like getting engaged getting married because it's like always what you're forced to talk yeah, about yeah and I know like I wasn't faking it on my season where I was like I want to get like I want to get engaged like I could see that yeah. happening with us and I wasn't I wasn't faking it. Of course, I didn't go on the show with those intentions. But when you're weeks and weeks in, the, oh, for sure. in this production, in this bubble, and it's it. all everyone can talk about. And yeah. it keeps getting reinforced in your mind as like the thing that you're mm -hmm. chasing after. Yeah. You're like, hell yeah, I want to get engaged. Let's do this thing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's we are absolutely getting engaged. Yeah. Obviously. It's crazy. Obviously. Um, well, speaking of love. B, have you ever had a love at first smell moment? Like when someone walks in the room and because they smell good, so good, you have to be like, yeah, I guess we're in love no, now. No, I've definitely experienced that right? 100%. I most certainly have. Um, I've also chatted with someone once and been like, eh, maybe you're not my type. And the next time we, we chatted, uh, this person had great cologne on. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> wow, I guess we're in love now. Uh, shallow maybe, but oh, so true. Scent is a powerful thing, which is why it is so important to know about Scentbird. With Scentbird, you have a way to have great taste and mix up your fragrance routine and appear mysterious without breaking the bank. Whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, or Versace, Scentbird.com will keep you smelling good month after month. It's a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. A way for you to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle, which gets very pricey. 
Listen, I was in a shall uh, shall remain nameless store browsing the perfumes and cologne section and remembered how stinking expensive those whole bottles are. I hadn't really gone and tried to purchase perfume in recent years <laughs> and those bottles are so pricey with Semperd, I can choose the designer perfume I want to try and they'll send you a 30 day supply in a chic little bottle that's 120 sprays enough to apply more than four times daily for a month and with an exclusive offer just for our listeners you can get 50% off your first month today at scentbird.com slash chatty that's only $7.50 for your first fragrance go to scentbird.com slash chatty and sign up for 50% off your first month Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash chatty for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on. Smell amazing. Well, then we come to the most depressing part of the entire episode. What do we still have to cover, by the way? JPJ, Demi Christian, and Katie and Chris. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, the worst breakup. I don't I didn't see where this came from. Normally we see interviews leading up to it and I I didn't really like see it felt like just an hour ago Tasha and John Paul Jones were doing like their art project and now suddenly they're breaking up. I felt like when she was talking in the interview right before that she was saying she thought that she was going to have more time, which I noticed numerous people saying that like it almost seemed like they thought they were going to get a few more days. Yeah. Um, But I also think that she is just really smart Mm -hmm. and maybe has like, I don't know, a bigger perspective on it and is like, yeah, I really like JPJ. And I think if JPJ would have been like Tasha. I really, really like you. I want to go to the fantasy suite with you. I want to spend time together and let's go from there that she would have said yes. Because you watched her eyes when he said, I'm in love with you, like kind of sink. And it was like, say, he didn't say I'm falling in love with you. He said, I'm in love with you. Which obviously, yeah, he is. He clearly is. (laughs) And I feel like she is like, she is so thoughtful and you see her like really process things that probably it's like she had not processed the idea of being actually like in love with JPJ. Yeah, they've been caught up. They've been truly living yeah. in the moment with each other. And I think that she probably like, she's a good person. It yeah. seems that she probably doesn't want to like go into the fantasy suite with JPJ under the impression that like, she's aware that he's in love with her mm. and then assuming that he'll probably get down on one knee at the end and she'll have to reject him. Yeah. Yeah. That's because rough. she was just like, her eyes were just so sad while he was saying everything. Yeah. And, um, when he said, I'd like to dance with you at our wedding someday, oh. hopefully. Oh, I felt so sick through this whole thing. Like so sick. Yeah. Um, I know. but she, when she said, God, Oh my I'm God, sorry for people watching YouTube. I'm moving so much. My back is like killing me. I oh, cannot no. get comfortable. Girlfriend, do you need double pillows? Do you no. want my pillow? No, I just need to like, be, I need my butt to like be higher than my knees. Oh god! You know, like I can't sink in the chair. <laughs> I'm going to get you one of those Prego pillows. <laughs> okay. Um, no, when, when he says all those things with her and he says, I'm in love with you. And then she just says, John, and she kisses him and holds him. And they just, and then you see her, she holds the longest hug with him and you see her eyes starting to like fill with tears. I don't even like want to talk about it. It was so sad. It was so hard to watch. It was, it, 
Also, the way that John handled it was really interesting because he was just kind of like, yep, okay, well, um, I'm out. And yeah. seeing that it was just so hard to watch because it felt so real. It felt like very, just very, very real. I think Bitch. that was the hardest thing about the breakup, like watching her run after him, all of this stuff. It was just so, yeah, it was just so real. When he picked her up, Oh my God, <laughs> Jessica, when she's sobbing and he cared, that was the part where I had chills all up and down my legs and my body. That's I, when just, the tears started truly, flowing. I mean, yeah. it was so like, it was just so real. It was just yeah. so real. He was so truly in love with her and just like was still going to carry her and she's grieving and oh my God. When, when she, the tears started flowing when she all of a sudden like popped up after she said, I want to get there, but I'm not there yet. And she popped up and started chasing after him and was just like, John, please don't hate me. Don't hate me. And was sobbing. And like, we have not seen, this has been, there's been a lot that has happened on this Island or I always say Island on paradise for Tasha. Yeah. Um, and she has not been like this. Like she holds her shit together. So to see her just like bawling. Yeah. And she really hasn't had a moment like this, you know, no. like it's been all, she didn't really love Derek. It's been all fun and games with John Paul Jones. And then all of a sudden shit is now really hitting the fan and you're seeing her so vulnerable. And it was just, yeah, they got in their cars. It was horrible. And then when they have them, they just showed the montage of them together. Like while they were driving up, I'm like producers me? at this Him point, they're literally the killing poem, me. Like, Oh my god, it was so hard. I it, yeah. It was just so real. I just really believe like their love is real. Yeah. I haven't felt this sick watching something on on the bachelor screen for a hot minute. Why didn't Tasha just I mean I get I get it. It's a hard situation, but why didn't she just say that she's like not ready to get engaged? I don't know. I mean, I would imagine like I said, maybe just the idea of the pressure knowing because she is a, like kind that when you know that the person that's sitting across from you you really care about him mm-hmm. and he says he's in love with you and you're not there and you want, don't want to feel like you're leading him on by yeah. like going to the fantasy suite with him and just knowing JPJ she knows that he'd probably get down on one knee even if even if she was like I don't think I'm ready he would still t- probably try to propose I mean, to look her at him trying to prepare on Impose on after <laughs> he looks like he's gonna try to do it anyways he's gonna say no she definitely oh, no. would be the t- she definitely would be the type to be like john, john i love you but i'm not ready for I'm this i'm not gonna marry you and then they're gonna like he's gonna stand up and they're gonna kiss and like yeah but i just i i respected her to a certain extent with it though of because course. because it's like dude i I would not be ready, even if I was over the moon obsessed with someone, I would not be ready to get engaged at the end of a couple no. weeks. Mm-mm. And I wouldn't want. No, the it's person, your rational brain being like, yeah, I wouldn't want is- the person to to like if I saw that he was just obsessed with me, I wouldn't want to lead him on and make him no. think that it was going to turn out a certain way no. and have it not no. be that way. No, no. So it was horrible. Um, <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm traumatized. Um, and then we had Christian and Demi. And um, Christian kind of, they sit down together. They have like, a, again, per usual, a very real, straightforward, communicative conversation where she tells her she feels like she's always been her rock. And mm. she needs to know how Demi feels. She can't always be Demi's rock. Mm. Demi says that she's scared that if she lets Christian all the way in, that she won't think she's as good as she initially thought she mm. was, which was like, oh my God, my heart. It's just stupid. 
too much. Um, and Demi then, again, so fucking healthy. Christian's sad. She is like, I can't do this if I have to always be your rock. Demi sees how it's hurting Christian and how it's tough on Christian. And she says, I know I need to step it up and I need to get over this for her. And mm. I want to be better for you. And she says, she's never felt this way about someone. She's sorry. Mm-hmm. She hasn't made Christian be feel confident in that. And they decide to go to the mm-hmm. fantasy suites together. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. 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 Yeah. And Christian says too, I think she reciprocates something similar. She just makes it clear to Demi how yeah. she feels about her and how serious she is and how she's all in and all that. Beautiful. Which I love stupid ABC making it seem like I know they, they took the shot from the fantasy suite. Remember? And they'd play that over and over again in the first few weeks. You remember? Oh yeah. 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 The one of like Demi mounting her and is all dramatic, but I it's know. like, um, you know, we've seen through this. It's like, obviously that moment and everything has been so hard for Demi. It's not like she just, they were flouncing in and Demi's just all over Christian. Like, yeah, we're awesome. You know? Yeah. No, that was the thing when I, after that, that thing, uh, or that, that, promoed the first time um i dm'd demi and i was Mm -hmm. just like oh my god i'm so excited for you and she said i think i told you that she's like this is this has been really really hard for me oh i don't remember you telling me that but that's yeah yeah and she said i've gotten a lot of love and i appreciate it she's like but i've also gotten like a ton of hate from for putting myself out there and she said that this has been like one of the hardest experiences of her life well it's also just got to be really uncomfortable because it's not like something that she's feeling super confident in right now because it's one thing if you're just like fuck yeah i love them fuck you haters like you guys suck it's like something that she's obviously struggling with as an insecurity so that's like right and she she so comes off that way as like yeah fuck the haters but now you're seeing how sensitive and vulnerable she is which is what i love because you remember on colton season how she was just like i'm promiscuous like fuck it and then we're seeing on like this season she's like i don't even like like i don't even like pda in general Mm -hmm. i don't know how to communicate my physical affection towards people yeah Yeah. wow and so it's just kind of and it's also just i think she's just a great example of somebody with a really like hard shell exterior you know who's just kind of like yeah i just remembered that moment actually where she was just like i'm promiscuous like i fuck who i want kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then we see her like i don't even know how to physically like touch someone and show them that i love them yeah so Wow. Growth. Yes, we love it. Um, and then we have Katie and Chris, who, like we said before, he's literally starting to cry <laughs> before they even start talking. He's also literally about to be like, I'm going to end it. And then Katie actually, for uh, d- to have some respect for her, she gave the whole speech that Connor should have given to Kaylin when Connor yeah. was trying to convince her because Katie's Katie's uh, little speech to Chris was real good and she kind of talked him out of breaking up with her. It was excellent. But it was also, I felt like, very respectful. Like, it was just kind of like, hey, I after he had said that he does push people away um yeah. he does this time and time again like and he said when he said there have been times when i wanted to tell you that i didn't feel it anymore mm. and she handled that like a champ i'm gonna be honest if i would have been sitting across from her i'd be like are you fucking kidding me i know <laughs> i would have gotten really defensive and she did hear him and say that there's and she's like there's nothing wrong yeah. with you you've been hurt and burned you have fears you need to figure out how to what makes you happy yeah. um and then she says i don't know if it's you for the rest of my life but i want to try it yeah i just thought that 
I almost wish the speech hadn't been so good because I think they just need to break it off right I, now. I didn't think there was anything wrong with anything that she said. I just think he's so nice of a guy that he's like, yeah, like that is what I want. Like, yeah. I think. I, and, and he's just confused. I think he's confusing his apprehension about relationships with him just actually not being that into Katie. I agree. I would tend to say that if you're apprehensive about all relationships, it's just probably not time for you to be in a relationship. Yeah. You're not going to find your magical star probably who's going to convince you that relationships are actually well, good and you're ready for them. Well, that's what happened with Dean and Kaylin. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what happened with Dean and Kaylin. I think that's all, all to say that Katie does not seem like the girl to do that for Chris. Yeah, but I also feel like there are certain people out there who are like, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship and I don't know if I trust relationships and they're waiting for that special person uh. to make it happen. And then they just don't end up finding that person because you need to deal with yourself first. Sure. And I wonder if Dean was maybe just kind of ready in himself to do it. And then he also like really is in love with Kaylin. I definitely think the in love with Kaylin, but he himself admitted that he didn't go on paradise to find love. Basically. Yeah. I don't know. And he left. Maybe he went back, saw a photo of his dad and was like, shit, don't want to do that. I mean, def definitely, <laughs> you know? definitely possible. I don't know. <laughs> I see the road I'm headed down. Literally. This is not. By what the I'm way, the for. use of the word literally everyone uses now. And <laughs> Clay said about John Paul Jones, JPJ is crushed. Literally crushed. And I was like, no, not literally crushed. I say literally improperly all the time, but there's some times where he's it's like literally crushed. <laughs> like oh like compact style yes. or like 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 a can like er situation like what's going on um so basically at the end of this we're left with katie chris hannah dylan demi christian clay and nicole and next week on tuesday is the season finale um where we hear hannah say i love you so much but i that know all of a sudden my brain's going like whoa wait a second i know <laughs> but i've loved blake this entire time <laughs> we've been waiting for um we also have the reunion which looks like it's going to be like maybe interwoven or whatever so the plan is is that we're going to um have a episode for you guys that has just that entire uh recap the the propo potential proposals and breakups and the reunion but if for some reason it ends up being too much then we may break it up but we'll yeah. let y'all know sounds good okay sounds good in the we hood guys it. all right we did it. Chat soon, bro. Chat soon. Bye.